Are you a foster parent who wants to make their life easier? Join us today on Fostering the Future. Welcome to the Fostering the Future podcast, a show about all things child welfare, dependency, adoption, and foster care. Here are your hosts, veterans in the world of child welfare, Jack and Kat. We believe that every human has incredible and equal value regardless of what side of the courtroom we sit on. We hope that everyone feels welcome and accepted here on Fostering the Future. Make sure you follow us on Facebook or Instagram as Fostering the Future Podcast, or check us out on our website at fosteringthefuturepodcast.org. This is Jack, and I'm here with Nicole, and today we're going to talk about one of our favorite topics, life hacks. Anything to make this crazy world of fostering a little more organized and a little less stressful. I'm all about that. How about you, Nicole? Definitely. Oh my gosh. I'm constantly trying to find ways to make my life more organized. I mean, stress is part of it, but more organized (laughs) for sure. (laughs) Well, we asked people all over the interwebs and all over the country what their favorite life hacks were for being a foster family. And now we're going to share them with you along with a couple of our own. One of our first suggestions was from our friend Ryan from Virginia, and her suggestion was meal delivery, home chef, but also DoorDash. I mean, I've definitely used um, some meal delivery services and DoorDash, Uber Eats, all the things. I've used them in emergency situations, but I live a little far away, yeah. so I don't have a ton of options over here. The next uh, person we heard from was Summer from Florida. You want to throw out some of her ideas? Definitely. She has some of the ideas that I use too. Every kid has their own water bottle that is always on the table or within reach on the counter. And they use that for drinks at meals. So that way there's not a million cups to wash and they aren't always asking for drinks. So we usually do this. I make Cricut labels Mm -hmm. with each kid's name and I get one of those Contigo stainless steel water bottles. So the big ones for the big kids and the little ones for the little kids, it keeps their drinks cold. Actually, I had stopped buying them because they're so big and heavy and the kids were using them as weapons of course (laughs) or it makes a fun banging noise when you throw it on the floor or at the wall but I was just telling Jack Daddy this morning when I was cleaning 8 million cups because you know we're at the tail end of spring break with a million (laughs) kids I mean only 8 kids but a million kids in my house and uh, they make 12 million cups every hour it's amazing how you can use 12 cups in one hour I know and we do not have enough room in our dishwasher for them to use 12 cups every hour same. So I, I told Jack Daddy today that the kids that do not have cups with their names on them, I'm going to put their names on a cup now uh, so that if you've got a cup in your hand, it better be one with your name on it <laughs> because I'm not cleaning five extra cups today. I like that. You know, my kids all have like hydro flasks or now they think the cool thing is these Gatorade, those Gatorade right. water bottles. So they just take the little Sharpie out of the drawer and they wrote their initials on the bottom of it. Well, so. I was going to tell you if you want me to make cricket labels for your kids 
kitchen spot. I love that. I will totally do that. Yes. Uh, one of her other life hacks is shoes and socks are all in the garage. This is brilliant. Clean socks are in the garage and dirty socks go in the bin in the garage right when they get home. I love that. I do too. That's probably the closest to my sock hack, but yeah. I like my sock hack better. <laughs> I like your sock hack too, but I have not been able to implement it. I can help you. Yeah. We can do this together. <laughs> yeah. United. Um, having a Google voice number is another one. And a lot of foster parents, I think, do this. Uh, but the cool thing with Summer is they have a Google photo album where they can add pictures so biological families can see them. I like that idea. I freaking love that idea. I mean, I've heard of people using Google voice numbers, but I hadn't heard of like specifically making like a Google photo album and yeah. giving them access to it. So then all you have to do is upload it and then they can look at it whenever they have time. I love it. One of her others is with a lot of little kids. She says, I pick out clothes for the week, like a top, a bottom, undergarments for five school days and a basket get on a shelf which makes her mornings so much easier i try to do that but i never follow through me too (laughs) (laughs) me too i really try so now with my littles i have their outfits folded in the drawers so shirt and shorts together so i can just open the drawer and pull it out do you use drawers I do. Like in a like in a dresser. Mm, yeah. Okay. My kids destroy dressers, so I don't do dressers anymore. Mm. So maybe this is a life hack for foster parents. I get the IKEA Expedit uh, shelves, like the okay. squares, and I get yeah. the boxes. Oh, yeah. Um, because I have gone through like four dressers. And oh. is it the Expedit? Is the square shelves that you could get in? I don't in, know like, what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. You could get about. it in two by two. You could get it in four by four. Yeah. Like, you could all kinds of variations, and I have different variations. And then variations you could just like replace the bins. And then I just needed. replace the bins That's as clever. they destroy the car board inside yeah. they do that too but then that's eight bucks instead of like a four hundred dollar dresser right. you know well and i feel like that takes up so much less room it does also, which i like that. and little kids it's easier for them to pull those boxes yeah. in and out and then if there's more toys and clothes you can use it for toys instead i do have those in their rooms but they use them for toys toys my four-year-old his clothes are in them because it's just easier yeah it was too hard he can open the dresser drawer now yeah but when he was younger he couldn't yeah I, i find it helpful this is one that i think is great kim from upstate new york has downloaded the HP Smart app and she takes a picture and scans medical summaries or doctor's notes right when she leaves the doctor's office. Yeah, so when you read this out loud, I was like, oh, well, you know, why don't you just take a picture? I just take a picture. Why do you need an app? And you explained it to me and now I've got to go download the app. (laughs) So do you want to explain it? Yeah, definitely. So I use the Adobe Scan app, same concept, and it allows you to name the document. So then it files it in a folder and I can just search for the kid's name within the app and when you take a picture on your phone unless you're very diligent and have albums for each (laughs) child and drag and drop right away it's going to be very cumbersome well when you said that I was like oh my gosh she's totally right (laughs) every time I have to find one of those medical forms or like I put my placement forms like that too it takes me like eight hours wait I have to remember the date the kid came the date I took him to the doctor I have to scan up now I have to go through the eight million pictures I took that day right so yeah like i should be using a scan app so thank you kim from upstate new york and thank you nicole for (laughs) teaching me a much better way to do that no problem so carrie from florida 
says that she uses binders for each of her kids with dividers for medical, school, daycare, court paperwork, and that it's easy to grab for school meetings and doctor appointments. The kids generally come in our area in Florida with a blue binder. Yeah. So or a yellow folder, depending on which county you're in. Okay. That's kind of already set up in our area yeah. to do that. We can all see why it's a yeah. good idea to kind of put Especially if your area doesn't do that. I'm usually better at keeping things electronically, but then I've got to print it out when they ask for it. Right. So hence that that goes back to that smart app yeah. that Kim told us about. Thank I, you, Kim. Yeah. <laughs> I am able to print out those Just things. pull up a folder and print Just, everything in that folder. Yep, and if I've missed something or, you know, it's also great when both the binder or the app um, for court hearings. Um, if they're asking you yeah. for information quickly and maybe you don't remember something gosh. or when case managers like hey when was the last doctor visit when's yes, the next doctor visit yes gosh thank you yeah. guys Kim and Nicole to the rescue Nicole will you share this awesome story from Renee that like totally pulled at my heartstrings and made me super happy with this life hack definitely Renee says we had a four-year-old who was traumatized who was barely verbal Due to her lack of verbalization, but very big feelings and no coping skills, her meltdowns were epic and yet didn't want to be touched, let alone held. I saw her starting to get upset one time, and for some reason, I blurted out, want to paint nails? (laughs) She grunted at me, but she sat down. The next thing I knew, I was on color five, adding sparkles with a zillion coats. I just kept going because we were actually having a long conversation. She wasn't nonverbal. Oh my gosh. I can't even. (laughs) She just never said anything because she didn't feel safe. She soon let me touch her to do her hair, put lotion with sparkles on her skin and asked to be held and hugged. Renee. I know. I have so many goosebumps everywhere. (laughs) I always kept a ton of nail polishes and sparkly lotion on hand. It worked with a 12 year old too. So yeah, nail polish and sparkly lotion. Oh my gosh, Renee. (laughs) I love it. I do too. I'm so glad you took the time to give us all of that backstory. Um, because it really yeah. made sense. It hits home to remind us how sometimes it takes something like that to build a connection. So what's yeah. what's the parallel for boys? Yeah. I mean, I guess I could put nail polish on them. One of my newer kids, um, I do his hair. Yeah. Um, and I it's been very few and far between that an older kid lets me do their hair because it's really like a like very personal yeah it's very like I'm in your personal space yes. if I'm doing your hair and rubbing your yeah. head and most older kids like are not comfortable with that I but, have a teen yeah. same thing it yeah. was kind of like a bonding thing exactly like ran in and was like you have the same hair that I do can you do my hair and I was like I mean I almost just like turned into a puddle yes <laughs> well and that that was similar except I don't have the same hair as him but I was doing one of the other kids hair and he's like well can you do that in my hair and I was like yeah but then he's like never mind never mind and then a couple days later he's like wait can you do that and I was and I really wanted to get my hands in that hair because it was um actually turning into locks he said he hadn't brushed it in like over a year um and it took me probably three or four hours to brush it through the first time oh my god when we detangled it but and he he still keeps asking me to do it so that's awesome I I love that yeah. So, so maybe it's hair for boys. Yeah, it's hair. I can't think of anything else. Yeah, I can can't you? really either. No, food. That's kind of my only <laughs> go-to. I'm serious. But there's never enough. It's like, I could feed you like 8 million meals and you're still like, what you got in the fridge? Yeah. <laughs> but I want to throw up thinking about what you just ate. How can you even look in the fridge? 
fridge. Yeah. Food is definitely one of my go-tos. One of my yesterday ate a whole jar of pickles, and then he threw up, and then he wanted to know. <laughs> and then he wanted to know what else we had for you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's like, got that out of my system. Let's keep like, it going. Wait, I thought we were gonna get a treat. Can we go for ice cream? Like, you just threw up, dude. Yeah, we're not putting milk products in your stomach after that, <laughs> right? Um, so Whitney from Florida has another good idea that I, I hope we're all taking advantage of and using, making use of the foster care closets, which are vital and so helpful. WIC, so women, infant, children. I'm not sure if that's a, I know it's a program everywhere, but I'm not sure if it has the same name everywhere. Yeah, I know it is in Florida and I've heard it in other states. I don't, okay. I'm not sure if it's in every state. Um, taking advantage of private school scholarships for kids in care, um, which I think is wonderful. I personally use this particular scholarship um, and I don't use it to put them in private school, but I've used it to pay and supplement therapy that's not covered by their health insurance. So specialized therapies that aren't covered. Sometimes you can utilize these scholarships. So I didn't know that you could use those scholarships for therapy. And that's really cool. I have used in Florida, it's the Step Up for Student Scholarship. And every child who is in foster care is eligible for it automatically. And it's actually like a really simple process to go on their website and apply for it. And it usually um, gets approved very quickly. So I've even had a situation where school had already started. The kid moved in with me. It was like a couple months after the fall semester started. I went on the website. I applied for the scholarship and I had them within two weeks they were applied and starting at the new private school wow and i know quick yeah i know private school is not for everybody but i find that having a smaller classroom is really helpful to kids who've experienced trauma and often have gaps in their education because of the smaller classrooms the teacher is able to spend more time helping them catch up so obviously it's not for everybody then you've got to deal with the issue of there's no school bus so you've got to drive your kiddo to school but i kind of like driving my kids to school (laughs) because it's like extra bonding time you know, if they're talking to each other, you get to hear the good gossip and <laughs> I like to like kind of download from their school day with them. So we like to play music and yeah. listen and they all pick songs that they want to hear and they rotate. Now, I guess this could be one of the life hacks. I have a playlist yeah. for kids and one of them is called like feelings songs Yeah, because oftentimes the kids will bring up things and they'll be like, well, this song makes me feel this way. So I want to like remember that. Is that an Apple playlist? Yes. Can you share it with me? I can. That would be really cool. Do you want me to share my grocery shopping playlist? I do. do. Because you know what's on that. I do. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Renee from Florida. We've got two Renees here, guys. I know. I didn't realize that before. I know. I wonder if it's the same person and she just didn't tell me where she was the first time. I don't know. So Renee from Florida says, I have older kiddos, but I have found that a color-coded whiteboard in the kitchen has helped tremendously with scheduling. Each person in the family has a designated color and I put visits, doctor appointments, therapy appointments, family functions, parties, etc. on there. Kiddos know what's happening throughout the week. They can answer their own questions about when their next visit is. And my husband doesn't double book us for family stuff. We do have one, but I just don't always remember to put stuff on it. So that's my error. So Tina from Pennsylvania is like my bestie now. Like, (laughs) I want to go live with her. (laughs) I want to go be in Pennsylvania and live this life she's got. Um, Why don't you go ahead and share some of her stuff? So she says color-coded cups, visit bags or backpacks, towels and accessories so you don't get the kids' stuff mixed up, which I think is brilliant. I do visit bags, too. 
I love this one. Have each kid get their own mini lockbox for their special treasures that they don't want to share or might get lost or broken by the other kids. I definitely love that. That's a great idea because especially like I have one of my kids always seems to have his stuff get taken by other kids in the house. Like literally had three different foster kids break his phones one after the oh. other. Yeah. But just other things like that because he's one of the older kids. It's a lot of little kids. They just walk in his room, pick up stuff and yeah. take it. So one year for Christmas, he asked for a safe. So we got him like a min- little mini safe That's and awesome. he keeps some of his stuff in there. Actually, just when you were reading that, I was thinking like one of my other kids that's here right now is also older and he struggles with worrying about things being exactly in their place. So I Ooh. just thought maybe I should go get one for him too so that he can make sure that certain of his things are secured and nobody's touching it. That's a great idea. Yeah. Man, I wish I had that as a kid. Right? I struggled with that too. <laughs> I don't like my stuff to be touched. I mean, now that I'm a mom, like it's, it's like whatever. <laughs> it just happens now crazy so, Tina that. is amazing for the next two things that she yes, suggested let's let's hit I that agree. Uh, join the Y or a gym for cheap babysitting <laughs> I love it this this part is really the best yes working out is optional you can hide in a dressing room and nap read or scroll social media and you must eat a snack uninterrupted. Look, you know what's <laughs> great about this? One of my kids just asked that we could join the Y again so he could work out there. And I feel like he's solving my problems by asking for that. Totally. I don't know about all areas, but here in Florida, at least in the Tampa Bay area, most of the Ys give you a discount if you have a foster care license to present. Um, so here's another freaking now, golden one. This, this is, is like, my favorite this one. This is why I'm moving to Pennsylvania, <laughs> man. So also in in Pennsylvania, we have grocery stores with child care for up to two what? Two hours? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I will have that grocery store playlist on my AirPods like <laughs> jamming out for two hours, I know, man. And I'm like wondering, is there like can we do two hours in the morning and two hours in the evening? <laughs> yes, is there a limit yes. on like the number of times <laughs> you can go you for sign day? up? I like, don't know. Do you have to like leave the store and come back or can you just step away and walk back to the desk? You know, when you listen to this, can you like DM us and yes. let us know the answers to these two hour child care questions? <laughs> Yes, please. Um, they also have Starbucks in the store. Again, you don't need to grocery stop. <laughs> you can just relax or use their free Wi-Fi and read. I would literally <laughs> be there every day, man. I love it. Me love too. Love it. Um, and grocery pickup is also a lifesaver with little kids. Well, which, yes. Yeah. That's the one thing I'll thank COVID for. It's a golden rule. And you know what? I used to do Walmart all the time, but Target is so much quicker. <sighs> and you don't have to pick like an appointment time, which makes the Target grocery pickup like ideal. Definitely. Also, it's Target. I know. It's like our <laughs> holy grail. <laughs> It's true. Uh, so Cindy from Florida said, my kids are assigned a color for towels as well as dinnerware. So each kid gets their own color and their towels that color, their dinnerware is that color. Yeah. We do that for some things, but when you have a lot of kids, you run out of colors. Yeah. You know, my um, sister-in-law does that actually for my kids and her son. Mm-hmm. So when we're at her house, they each have a color. They each have a color. All right. What did Kara say? Kara from New York said... The single best hack for foster parents' mental health. Make friends with other foster parents. Amen. Um, Yes. (laughs) As awesome as all other family and friends can be, there's no one that gets it the way other foster parents do. Facts. As Yeah. (laughs) As a single foster mom, it's especially important to me. I couldn't still be doing this without the foster mom squad. Kara or Kara, I hope I'm pronouncing your name the right way. I totally feel you. I am a single mom and I did not have a foster mom squad for a long time because I started fostering during COVID. And then I met Jack and she 
with open arms, welcomed me into her um, crazy squad. The crazy squad. (laughs) And it's been amazing and life changing. And Kathy from Florida. I think she has a golden one here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it only works with the littles, man. I know. Early bedtime. <laughs> I mean, when we only had, like, toddlers, that was our jam. Because then you had, like, an hour or two at night before you go to sleep to, like, watch TV shows that aren't Coco Melon. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if I have to watch freaking Jurassic Park one more time, I am going to run away. <laughs> so, for us, it's Coco Melon and Canto. Turning Red is the new one. Okay, we watched Turning Red today. One of my older kids walked in in the middle of it, but my older boys were all working on a project with my husband this morning, so he didn't get to watch all of Turning Red with us, even though we've watched Turning Red at least once every day for the past couple weeks. (laughs) But he walked in for a couple minutes of it and then left, and then he came in when they were done with the project, and he's like, at this point, it had just ended, and we had just turned on Avengers, which was the only thing that my five-year-old would accept in that moment without (laughs) throwing a temper tantrum, but he's like, can we watch Turning Red again? Because I want, to watch, I want to watch the whole thing this time. And I'm like, we literally just stopped. So he's like, so is that a no? I'm like, he's like, I don't see the problem with not this. right now. And he's like, I'm like, you can watch it in the other room. He's like, no, I want to watch it in here. And I'm like, well, that's a no. So Joanne from Arizona says with young kids, keep a small storage bin in the trunk with extra diapers slash underwear, clothes, socks, shoes. That way, if you forget your diaper bag, it's no big deal. I really wish I did this, but also I like to use it as an excuse. Oh, I got to run a Target. <laughs> so, like sometimes I'm in Target and I realize I forgot a diaper bag and I was like, oh, I got to buy more diapers. <laughs> but if I'm near a Target and I forgot a diaper bag, it's like, yes, I got to go to Target. <laughs> Speaking of which, I have to go tonight because Jack Daddy went to get wipes and he got like a three pack. We have three freaking kids of diapers oh, right I now. I saw that. I was wondering like, why would that you ever from? buy a three pack? Meanwhile, I did a Target pickup and yeah. got like the 20 pack or whatever yeah. that you can order. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what I told him to go get. Yeah, plus one of my kiddos is like allergic to stuff oh, so you have to I have a special yeah I have an honest subscription so you know those just get delivered so Tina from Florida says paper plates because who has time for dishes yeah not me so Tracy from California says we always keep an extra diaper bag in the trunk for emergencies or for the last minute visit to grandma's and she says if they had a change of clothes they could stay the night woohoo they do <laughs> <laughs> I love that I do too I love that so Sarah from Wisconsin said get a toddler monitor it's $90 but dang is it worth every penny so when she said this I was like what's a toddler monitor so I looked it up and it's like a little alarm that you hang on the bedroom door so that if they turn the knob the alarm goes off and then you know that the toddler's trying to get out of the room I do love that it's a great idea I have done two other things so one is I get those little door alarms and I put them in the corner so it just does like a loud shrieking alarm if one of the kids opens the doors but I actually do that with my big kids too. Actually, the thing that we do now the most often is we have the ring alarm system in our house. Yeah. So then we just buy like the little alarms for each door. So overall, it probably costs more money with the whole system. But each door is, you know, what, like 20, 30 bucks to get the little alarm for. That's a good idea. I do have ring cameras in my house, but I hadn't thought of it. If you, like, if you just get the alarm system, like, it's a hub mm-hmm. and it connects all the different things, right? And you could connect your cameras to it. You could connect your, like, doorbell to it. We also have, like, sensors and motion sensors and door alarms all over the house. Especially in our situation, we have a child on the spectrum who elopes. So it's really important for me to know yeah. if certain doors are open. Jack, why don't you share some of your 
life hacks. Okay, well, I will save the best for last because I know everybody is waiting to hear about my sock hack, okay? (laughs) One thing that we do is my younger children who are on the WIC program have a WIC card. If you have a WIC card, there is a program called Museums for All and you can Google it and go to their website and there is a list of museums, zoos, all kinds of places that if you go there with your WIC card, you get um, either free or severely discounted admission fees. If we go to any of the glazed Museum down in Tampa or Mosey. Actually, one of my favorites is we go up to the Natural Museum of History at Gainesville at University of Florida. The admission is like, I think it's like $2 per kid or something like that instead of like 15 or 20, whatever it is. When you're going with 10 kids, it makes a really big difference to to spend like $12 instead of $100. And then they've got the butterfly exhibit there too, which is really neat. And actually, we went, we took all of our kids on a road trip to Tennessee last summer. The Chattanooga Zoo gives I, I almost think it was free admission to anybody with a oh, white wow. card, even out of state. Oh, that's so, cool. I yeah. That. So if you go to Museums for All, you can find all these different places. The other thing we do is we really had a lot of trouble keeping rooms clean initially. And when a kid first moves in your house, the first thing you don't want to do is be like, you've got to clean your room all the time. Yeah. So we're trying to find ways to make that easier, especially when you have littler kids who don't clean up after themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so the two rules we have about rooms are no toys in the room and no food in the room. Food in the room just always ends up in disaster. Yeah. And and toys in the room makes things so much harder for them to clean. So we keep all the toys in the playroom, in the, the living room. That way, when they clean the room, they're just putting their dirty clothes in their hamper, their clean clothes away, and garbage in the garbage. And it's a lot easier for them to process. It's so brilliant. Uh, my second most favorite life hack in our house is the laundry bags. Every kid in my house has their own laundry bag. That is a cloth bag. You can order them on Amazon. They used to have a really good one at Walmart that they stopped making. So I get them on Amazon now. It's cloth, so it can be washed. And then I get a cricket and I do like the their name on it. So everybody has their name at the top of their laundry bag. They fill their laundry bag once it's full. If they're younger, they just put it outside the laundry room or we carry it there and we yeah. do their laundry for them. But we throw the clothes in and we throw the bag in with, especially the younger kids who have accidents. You want to clean that laundry yeah. bag. So if it's cloth, it makes it easier to clean. Yeah, that's and idea. then it comes out. You put the clothes back in the laundry bag, hand it to the kid. Okay, fold it and put it away. And it also makes it easier for the older kids. They come out, they can just do their own laundry. They don't have to wait for everybody else's laundry and everything's separated so they know where their stuff is and if they don't have clothes for school that's on them because they didn't tell us their bag was full yeah i do something different everything is separated every like babies share one yeah um and then each kid from there has their own and i recently just got one of those like big sorters yeah because i had them having their own baskets in their bathrooms but that was like too much space. Yeah. So I did like a laundry sorter and that's working out really well. All right. Are you ready for my big l- yes, life hack? please. Okay. We struggled with socks for years. I feel like if you ask any human on the planet who has a family or really anything more than two people in there, <laughs> the biggest source of pain in their life is socks, right? Definitely. Losing socks in the laundry, losing matches. Like it, you put five pairs of socks in, two halves come out, you know? I mean, that was happening to me as a single person. <laughs> responsible people. Like that's a problem. And then also just nobody ever has socks, right? Everybody's like, and it goes in with their laundry. They fold their laundry, but maybe the socks go in the drawers with their clothes. Yeah. It's a problem. It's a problem. So 
our socks are communal. <laughs> Nobody has their own socks. One of my new kids came. He's like, can I have some socks? And I'm like, I have socks for you. He's like, no, no, no. I want my own sock. I want different socks. I was like, but like, just join the program. Like, <laughs> we, we've got, we've got a system. And he's like, but can't I be an exception? And I'm like, nope, you're part of the family. You're part of the sock solution. So I have like a little area in the hallway by the front door that used to be one of those sliding door closets. And I hate those sliding door closets. I don't know what it is about them. They make my skin crawl, right? <laughs> so I pulled the doors off of those like a lot, like years ago. I think I just had it like an indent with shelves for a while. And then I really wanted to build like a mudroom type thing. We live on some property and kids come in and they've got a million pairs of shoes and nowhere to put them. And I built this mudroom. On the top shelf, I have four baskets of socks. The first one is socks for age one to three. The next is socks age probably like three to six. The next is socks age like seven to ten. And then everything is bigger men's adult socks. Each basket of socks is a specific brand and color. And so when we're running out of toddler socks, I just buy more of those socks and put them in there. And then you don't have to find a match because they're all the same. Yeah. Right. It is, it is pretty brilliant. I mean, it's it's good stuff. And then, and then nobody has to go in the room and look for socks. You just pull the basket out. Literally every day. I'm like, oh, I forgot socks. And I'm like back upstairs grabbing it's socks for the baby. literally the best thing we've ever done. <laughs> and I'm not sure if I'm explaining it well enough, but it literally is one of the best parts of my life is those sock mm. baskets. And the baskets are really cute. I got them from Target, you know? <laughs> and sometimes baskets, like, they flatten out or they don't. These ones are holding firm, and I'm really nice. proud of them doing their job. Right. Maybe you can uh, post a photo of yeah, the sock situation. I, I, can, I can do that. One of the things I really appreciate about it is even the littler kids can just reach up, grab the yeah, basket, pull their socks out. Yeah, because they know which basket their socks are in, yeah. but then they're all together, right? Yeah, definitely. So. so a couple of my things are kind of laundry-related as well. The older kids all do their own laundry. I do not mix everyone's laundry. That sounds like a nightmare. My non-foster parent friends look at me like I'm crazy <laughs> because we don't all wash our clothes together. And in their homes, they all wash their clothes together. Not in my house. <laughs> you know what? I don't necessarily want my clothes being washed with my six-year-old who has accidents every night. You know? Right. I don't. And so the other thing I, I definitely <laughs> don't. The other thing I do with laundry, anything that's like accident yeah. immediately goes on the laundry room floor. Yeah. Gets washed. Use baking soda or borax? Quickly. Uh, no, I actually use vinegar. Oh, I do that too sometimes. Yeah, I use vinegar. The other thing that's helpful is when you have older kids and little kids and kind of a mix of ages, they kind of naturally take on some of the roles or maybe mimic you. And it's kind of really sweet to see. My older's always are wanting to help. I see them doing things exactly the way that I'm doing them in yeah. the exact same manner. So just modeling for them. Like it makes me very cognizant of what I'm doing a lot of times. When you see them mimicking your behavior. Yes. And my favorite thing that I did, my pantry was the literal bane of my existence <laughs> once I had kids. I hated the pantry when I moved into the house. Yeah. But then and, when kids came, it was like... Oh, it was... <laughs> Literally, like, cringeworthy. Oh, so I tried multiple things. And it's like, you know, it's like builder stuff. So it's like the, the wire shelves. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, what am I going to do with these wire shelves? Do I yeah. replace them? That's kind of pricey. And then someone told me about the show, The Home Edit, oh. on Netflix. Okay. And so I watched, I went right to the kitchen episode yeah. and I watched and I was like, oh, my God. I watched all of the other episodes. I was like, 
I don't need the home edit. I can do it myself. <laughs> I promptly got my measuring tape yeah. and things and I drew sketches and measurements and I went to Amazon and I ordered clear acrylic bins and like little chalk stickers that mm-hmm. I could put on the bins and chalk. Completely gutted my pantry and now my entire pantry is organized by snack type. I walked past and your pantry before, <laughs> but now I'm like kind of obsessively curious <laughs> and wish that I had looked closer. Do you think you could send some pictures later? Maybe yeah, definitely. Episode yeah, two? definitely. I love it. My contribution to the life hack situation. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. And I want pictures. And yes, the next time I'm in your house, don't be concerned if I'm snooping <laughs> around your pantry. <laughs> definitely won't be. <laughs> all right. Well, we just want to thank everyone who contributed to all of these life hacks. If you've got more, email them to us and we'll post them on our social. We just hope your lives are being hacked a little bit easier and trying to find a little more organization to the chaos. Yeah, definitely. This was wonderful. I love hearing from everyone and all the different things that they're doing in their homes. It was really fun. Thank you so much for joining us today. Make sure you subscribe and follow us on social. We hope that you join us again next time and keep on fostering the future.